Are you a team manager struggling to lead your team well? Have you been asked to lead HR, but it's your first time? Or are you an HR pro looking for your tribe? While We Were Working is the show for you. With quick tips and tough topics in 30 minutes or less, the Jumpstart HR team is here for you. So let's get into it. Hey, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are tuning in. I hope you get an opportunity uh, to get some downtime in your day and catch up on some of the topics that you may have missed while you were working. Uh, this is our weekly LinkedIn Live as well as podcast uh, to cover some of the topics uh, in HR and people leadership that you may have missed because you know we're all busy these days. So it's our job to help you uh, catch up and uh, have something to say at the virtual water cooler. I'm your co-host, Joey Price, uh, founder of Jumpstart HR, and Summer Keytron is with us as well. Uh, go ahead, say hi, Summer. Hi, everybody. Awesome, awesome. And uh, we just want to talk a little bit about um, just some fun things that are happening. So uh, real quick shout out, though, I want to um, congratulate the team for our debut. Um, we debuted at 112 on um, the Apple Podcasts uh, in the management column. So uh, I have to thank our team, but I also have to thank you, the listener, and you, the viewer on LinkedIn and on podcasts, who's getting the word out about this. Um, Summer and I were chatting. It's a pretty pretty competitive category uh, because if if there is a business pod, you know, it's going to be in the management because um, a lot of people have awesome voices and perspectives on management. Um, so that's pretty cool. But we are coming for that number one spot. So if you like this show, go ahead and leave a five-star review, um, share about it, um, give it to some team members so you can listen every week. And uh, one of the things we do every week is High Low Buffalo. So hey, Summer, go ahead and talk about your your High Low Buffalo and what it is because there's someone tuning in for the first time who doesn't who has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. High Low Buffalo is my favorite part of the week. And for those of you that aren't familiar with it, uh, we do this internally at Jumpstart. And it's also you know, kind of a great icebreaker activity for you to do with your team. And it's really short and simple. So uh, we share a high of our week, uh, something that we love, something that went really well. We share a low, something that maybe didn't go so well. And then Buffalo, which is uh, completely anything random that you feel like sharing and you learn a lot about your team and your friends uh, from doing it. So um, if you're okay with it, Joey, I'll go ahead and go first. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, you probably noticed I have a little bit of a different background today, and that's because I'm coming to you from the beautiful state of Hawaii this week. And uh, my high is I'm looking forward to seeing the active volcano. So Kilauea is active right now, uh, but uh, tying it to my low, it's actually been raining nonstop. So when people think of Hawaii, they're usually thinking about sunshine and rainbows, uh, but we've actually been on kind of a flood watch. And so uh, to kind of tie that up with uh, a Hawaii themed Hilo Buffalo, my Buffalo uh, is going to shock you, Joey. So, all right, I'm, si uh, I'm so, sitting down. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, would you believe that Hawaii, of all places, 
actually received more snow this past weekend than Boston? No, I would not. I would not believe that because <laughs> Boston's so, in the Northeast. It's cold. You know. I know it. I know it. It's pretty crazy. And actually, I found out that um, there actually are a few diehards here who ski and snowboard uh, on the volcano when there's snow, but the roads aren't open yet. So as soon as they are, I'm hoping that I can get a glimpse of that, you know, kind of once in a lifetime opportunity. I hope you get a chance to, too. Um, and I hope I get a chance to go to Hawaii. <laughs> that That's so, that's so odd that, um, you know, nature's just doing a lot of funny things and, uh, there is global warming, which isn't a topic we're covering today, but, uh, that's a fun trivia fact. I didn't realize that you could, you know, surf and ski in the same place, uh, probably within the same day uh because of that random snowfall how, do you know how much snowfall there was i didn't check recently but when i when i listened to the forecast they were expecting up to a foot at that time and it has been raining for several days straight so okay. um, i i expect they're probably getting quite a bit okay wow well all right well um i think it's my turn and i will say that my high uh, we found out yesterday that um, two of our clients actually made the Forbes under 30 list. And um, that's a reason to celebrate because the Forbes under 30 list, as much as it acknowledges the leader or a, a leader in an organization, uh, everybody knows that leaders may get credit, but it's the organization that rallies around them and performs. Um, that really should get the true credit. And so mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm always grateful and thankful for our team here at Jumpstart. Um, but, you know, I'm too old to make the Forbes under 30, <laughs> but never too old to uh, serve customers and uh, clients that uh, can actually reach that. Um, one of our mantras here is uh, that we work with winners and um, there's no, well, there are uh, representations of winning out in the world um, that that uh, that equate to success. But the under 30 recognition by Forbes is uh, one that we're pretty proud to of our clients for supporting. So that's our that's my high. Um, my low of the week is uh, that I still have not worked out in like since vacation, basically. And I'm usually pretty competitive. I mean, I have these fitness tools that remind you and say, hey, um, you know, keep your streak going. But for some reason, I just have been like that. I'm OK. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel the urge. I don't feel the need. Um, but I do need to get back into it, though. So uh, maybe those of you who are out there tuning in, uh, if you're working out, post a, post a photo of you exercising. And maybe that'll help with my accountability to get my get me in the gym. So uh, just tag me on your photos, tag Jumpstart on your photos, <laughs> and uh, you might inspire my my good habits. Um, my and then my Buffalo for the week is uh, if you or someone you know is a photographer uh, in the uh, Vegas area, uh, we need to chat. Um, we got some fun things happening next week and. Uh, we wanna we wanna connect with you. So if you are a photographer in Vegas, like like already in Vegas, not like I'll fly to Vegas <laughs> if you if you pay that uh, airfare, 
but somebody that's already there um, that knows the lay of the land, um, that would be great. So reach out to us. All right. So um, that's our high, low Buffalo. Um, Summer, wait, do you, I don't want to put you on blast, but uh, <laughs> are, you, are you an avid work outer person? I what, wish what I could. I, what do I need to do to uh, get back? <laughs> so I wish I could say yes, Joey. Unfortunately, I don't think that I'm any better, but I do think I hear a little bit of a internal jumpstart challenge coming on. So we'll have to get something going and uh, get us all back on track. All right. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so then let's transition into our next segment, which is uh, while we were working. And uh, Summer, you want to share what while we were working is all about? I'd love to, Joey. This is our weekly look at news and current events in the people leadership space. And the article that I wanted to talk about today was actually in the Wall Street Journal a few days ago. And I selected this because I think that it's a question that a lot of HR um, and leadership are asking themselves right now. Um, and that is, you know, with the recent um, COVID variant, you know, should companies proceed with in-person gatherings? So I was curious, Joey, um, had, have you heard about that? And um, did you get a chance to check out the article? I did get a chance to check out the article and I'm glad we, we, um, got this one because sometimes a lot of great content is behind paywalls and uh, there are very few pieces of content that I um, pay for on an ongoing basis, but the, the journal is one of them. And so I, I took a look and I, we're, we're seeing that. Um, I, I am seeing folks wonder about pushing their, not only their office parties, but like their return to office. Um, the big thing that uh, I think you called out is that you know, there were 500 inquiries uh, in SHRM about this whole, you know, do we pivot and go online? Do we postpone mm -hmm. or do we meet face to face? So it's a very real topic that is coming up in HR. Uh, we have our own plans for a virtual gathering um, for the holidays uh, with some fun stuff that we're doing. But um, I had no intention of going to anyone's in-person holiday party um, because it's just still like, why, why do it if you, if you don't have to is, mm -hmm. is my, is my thought. Absolutely, Joey. And, and to expand on that, I would say that it's, you know, it's definitely a company decision. And I mentioned that because you know, as we are consulting with our clients, you know, we're having these conversations with them real time as to, you know, uh, what do they do? And it's, it's kind of on a day by day basis right now. But as we start getting closer and, you know, some companies had some larger events planned, um, you know, they they are having to kind of make the call right now as to proceed or not. And of course, you know, I'll always lean on the safest approach, which is to switch to virtual. Um, but there are some companies who are proceeding with in-person events and, you know, if they do, you know, that's kind of where we come in and, you know, help them with the factors, you know, the considerations that they should be taking into account if they are going to proceed. So, you know, some of those are certainly, you know, can you safely 
uh, socially distance everyone? And, you know, will you require proof of vaccination? <clears throat> or uh, some companies are doing, you know, at-home testing and providing proof of negative test result. So, you know, these are all different approaches that companies are taking. And so, you know, Joey, I'm curious to know for employees who can't go um, for their own reasons or don't feel safe attending, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Well, so um, I remember the day, and, and it's probably still the same, where um, attending the office policy, the office party, was like the the premier office politics thing, where like you had to show up, you had to be there. You had to bring your significant other if you had if you had one, and um, you know it was a hard and fast rule of be in there, be in there as long as you can, and uh, if you're not having fun, you have to fake it. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember those, and uh, sometimes I, I still have to go to those. But um, now I think, in light of just uh, how we've grown in our um, our, our way of life and with regard to mental health, which means, you know, if you don't want to show up because you're not feeling well, then we're not going to force you um, to physical safety of, you know, if, if you live with someone who may have a compromised immune system or you might otherwise uh, put in jeopardy um, by being in a public space with uh, folks who are, um, you're not even unmasked, uh, but, but just in general gathering in public spaces. Um, it should be okay to stay home. Um, and then quite frankly, if, if your work life requirements or your life requirements um, won't allow you to bend things to fit that time slot, then I think you should, um, you should feel comfortable saying no and your supervisor should, should feel no, uh, should be okay with you saying no. Um, so I, I think that we should challenge this whole idea that uh, the office um, party is a uh, requirement, um, but that should also be in lockstep with the fact that your team should feel like they're a part of the team, um, whether they're at the party or not. So the actions that we have on an ongoing basis should show people that, hey, you belong here, we appreciate you here, um, your contributions matter. Um, so I, I think that it shouldn't be a, um, shouldn't be like a mandatory thing. I agree 100%, Joey. And you know, the last thing that I'd like to add to that is just to remind people, leaders, that you know, if your team members choose not to go, that that um, there are you know there are other things that you can do um, to include them. Um, and so, for example, if there were going to be um, you know if if there was going to be gifts or something given out at an event um, to make sure that they're still included, that they, you know, that they feel like even though they didn't attend, um, that they were able to participate in some way. Yep. Um, and hopefully um, we won't be having this conversation next year uh, and everybody can get together if, if that's something they choose to do. Yeah. Yeah, I love what you said about um, allowing people to participate, whether they can attend or not. And I think with the power of uh, a video and uh, being able to record things, um, even if it's a simple greeting, uh, mm -hmm. like "Hey, sorry we couldn't make it, um, but whatever," you know, here's my here's my happy holidays, mm -hmm. or um, 
you know, social media, you know, contributing to a, a hashtag, or if you've got a filter or something for, for the event, um, have people take pictures with the filter. There's a lot of ways that people can be connected, even if they're not necessarily in the, uh, in the room at the time mm -hmm. the events going on. Absolutely. Well, I hope everybody has very, very happy and safe celebrations this year. Um, it's, you know, it's crazy how fast uh, the holidays have snuck up on us. And, you know, certainly, you know, this news of the COVID variant has has put an, you know, unfortunate spin, but um, we still have each other. We still have lots of reasons to celebrate. Um, and so <clears throat> looking forward to doing that um, with all of you and the Jumpstart team. Definitely, definitely. So Joey, you ready to dive into Consultants Corner? I am ready. Let's get let's get to it. All right. Well, for um, for our new listeners and viewers, this is our weekly deep dive into stuff um, that we're seeing or items that um, you, our community, want us to discuss. So, if you have a question or if you have a scenario that you'd like us to, to discuss on a future episode, email us. Um, you can reach us at hello at jumpstart-hr.com and put while we were working in the subject of your email. Uh, we promise to keep your names uh, confidential. And as always, we will be honest, open, and transparent in our responses. So without further ado, Joey, what do we have today? This week on Consultants Corner is something that uh, a lot of people are going through. And uh, whether you are in HR or not, you have to face this this question because it isn't simply an HR issue. It's a, a management and a leadership issue. And uh, this question is um, an employee wants to take time off, but doesn't have any leave left. Mm. What should we do? Summer, I'm going to put you on the hot seat first. Oh man, Joey, that's a tough one. And you know, I say it's a tough one because it's one that uh, I've actually encountered many times uh, over the course of my career. And, you know, I think first and foremost, you really need to evaluate each situation on a case by case basis, because, you know, I think individual situations um, may warrant a, like a different approach. So, you know, some of the things that I'm always asking myself are, first of all, uh, how long has the team member been um, been working with us? Um, what are the circumstances? Like, why are they needing the leave? And um, overall, like, what is their uh, performance level at the company? And I, I ask all of these things because I think they do all play into, um, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's it's practical to be able to grant that time off. Um, but of course, it always comes down to Joey, like, well, what has the company done in the past? Right. Because it's like, do we have a precedent? Um, and I would say, based on your question, I'm, I would be assuming that the company doesn't have uh, what I call a discretionary leave policy. Um, and so, you know, that being the case, I think, you know, you evaluate the situation on a case by case basis. And if if it makes sense and the business is able to support the absence, I think that we should absolutely 
grant the team member the time off if it allows them to address their personal needs and return to work. I mean, the worst case scenario, in my opinion, is that you know you tell the team member that they can't take the time and either they continue working and their work suffers and you know they're trying to balance their you know their home and work priorities and they're not really able to um, or what if the employee has to resign as a result so you know i'm always trying to find the win-win situation in these types of situations and certainly um, if a company doesn't have that discretionary leave policy joey I think that that's going to be key um, to implement like on a go forward basis so that there are some guardrails. And we actually help our clients with this uh, when we're developing their leave policies and handbooks. And we get a lot of questions on it because, you know, naturally they're wondering, well, uh, you know, how do we how do we keep team members from abusing it? And I remind them it's discretionary. It means you can approve it when it's, you know, you deem it's appropriate and you can deny it when you feel like it's not. So that's my thoughts on that situation, Joey. What do you think? I, I, I think that this is uh, an example of why uh, HR isn't so black and white and why leading people isn't so, um, you know, black and white. There's a lot of gray in it. Um, you had mentioned, you know, how's the person performing? what's their workload like, things of that nature. And you really have to contextualize uh, issues like this because hopefully, you know, this this company and um, those of you listening today, uh, hopefully you're in a position where someone taking an extra day off isn't going to make or break the organization. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, you really want to understand um, what does it mean to say yes to this approval uh, for our organization. And then what would it mean to say no? Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in an unrelated conversation to this issue, but in a, in a conversation, um, with two individuals in a company that we consult for, and I could read the room, right? I could tell that this person on one side of the conversation was very heated, frustrated, getting to the point of like, Hey, <laughs> you guys could take this, uh, this job and, and shove it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have to be able to read the understand, read the room and, um, get a feel for, you know, is this leave, you know, make or break for that person? Mm -hmm. Um, what is the issue around the leave? Can we extend it, you know, a grace, uh, leave? Um, can we allow them to go into the negative and make it back up? Um, you know, another factor to consider is, is it health related? And maybe our uh, leave policy uh, isn't compliant. So this person should have the leave because they mm -hmm. should have a set number of sick, sick uh, time off. Um, but we have to get our, our systems in, in place and in order to, uh, to be compliant. Um, so there's a lot of factors that we would, you know, drill down in on to understand the context of the leave. But ultimately it goes, I, I think it's all about relationships, right? So mm -hmm. if you invest in this person and say, hey, um, we'll afford you the day or two that you need um, mm -hmm. for whatever the, the reason may be, um, you have to believe that uh, that person is going to then turn realize like, hey, the company did me a solid, like I didn't have any time left. 
So I'm going to do my best on the back end to make sure that that time off was worth it uh, to the company. So I think that you you give the leave if you can, um, if there's there's really good context for why you do that. Um, but you can also have a program where people donate leave. You know, if you have a leave bank where people are um, donating their leave for matters of health, sickness, bereavement, whatever the case may be. Um, so the short answer is I think you give a person leave, but it's all about context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To add to that, Joey, I think that for the team members who do truly need this time, it it can make a world of difference to them. And, you know, sometimes it ultimately means that at the end of that leave, depending on the circumstances, that they still need to part ways with the company. Um, you know, maybe their circumstances are, are pretty serious and it requires them to address other things in life. Um, and they know that it's just, you know, it's too much to work at the same time. And while I'm always sad to see a team member go under those circumstances um, as, you know, people leader uh, and also, you know, providing this counsel to other leaders, I think we can all feel good that even if that is the end result um, after a team member has needed uh, some, some time off, then you can at least know that the company did everything within within their power. And I know the team members are always very appreciative um, of those efforts and you can't not feel good about that. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Oh man, um, we gotta get some more of our team on the show to, uh, to give their perspective too. I think it'll be fun to get some more folks and talk about topics like this because we're, we're seeing it all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. um, the, the fun thing about working in our space is that we have uh, uh, a great joy in the diversity of the types of clients that we work for, but um, they all have similar issues and similar mm-hmm. challenges. And so we're able to take our, our reflections from one set of clients and apply mm-hmm. it to another. Um, and then our own personal backgrounds, you know, the, the, the HR that we have brought to the organization, um, our experiences. So if, if you have a question that you want us to tackle in Consultants Corner, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at hello at jumpstart-hr.com. We'll talk about anything from PTO to uh, holiday parties to, uh, you know, What's a what's a controversial topic that 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 we should probably talk about um, in the upcoming weeks? Probably um, uh, user lose vacation or um, I don't know expense reimbursements, but I don't know. I'm talking about all the boring things. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, I had an I had an inquiry, and so I'd be curious to know if some of the listeners or viewers would be interested in these topics. But there was actually two that were sent to me. And one was, um, how long should you stay at a job if you know that it's not the right fit? Like, is there a certain amount of time that you should stay so that it doesn't look bad on your resume? And then the follow-up question to that was, is the cover letter dead? And I thought, gosh, those are like two really great questions. So we'll have to make sure that we, uh, that we chat about those on a future episode. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the cover letter one. 
Um, I have my own thoughts. Um, and we have uh, dedicated recruiters on our team. So uh, we could bring someone up to chat about that topic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Now this is these are the juicy ones that you've got to subscribe. <laughs> you've got to subscribe so that you don't miss it. So um, if you like this episode, make sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because it helps spread awareness. And like I said, we, we debuted at 112, uh, but looking forward to uh, climbing the charts and helping more HR pros and people leaders uh, lead and navigate through these, uh, these interesting and challenging times. Uh, Summer, thanks so much as always for joining me on the show. Do you have any parting thoughts you want to share? I appreciate uh, I appreciate it, Joey, and it's always so great to be here. Just looking forward to hearing uh, from our viewers and our listeners on questions or topics that they'd like for us to discuss, and we'll see see you guys back here next week. All right.